the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of uh, 10, 11 o'clock, sitting next to me is Greg Clark, and your shop is at? 19th Avenue in Bethany Home. And the name of it is? Greg Clark Automotive Specialist. Okay, fair enough. Tom Blackwell sitting next to me. We did check him out of jail. He's at uh, 40th and Greenway, and we've mm-hmm. known one another for a very long time. And people say that we're cut from the same cloth, and I'm not quite sure I like that analogy. It's, it's brother. It's brother's from different mothers yep. sharing the same brain. We've I've heard that before. I've heard that before. And 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 and, and it's amazing. Uh, yeah, really, it's an honor. Watch out! Watch out! It's an honor. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been around since Fred Flintstone. Phil worked on Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble's cars, the ones with st- or the tires that were uh, stone. Yeah, right, stone tires. Yeah, stone tires. But transmission repairs and replacements, and repairs is more important than replacement. You'll get somebody to drive your car. You'll get somebody to understand what's the symptom, especially if you can make it happen. That's what's important. So if you have a transmission need or a want, Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington, been there a very, very long time, and Phil's a very, very good guy. Let's go to the phones. Uh, we, t- we took care of Jesse. Tom, what can we do for you today, Tom? Hi, Mark. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, Thank you. A 2017 Accord just turned about 90000 I need to change the coolant. It's got the Honda Blue. What's a good straight across for that? What should I put in it? Coolant. Well, I'd go down to the local dairy farm. and uh, It's called blue, blue, the Blue Milk, right? Yeah, the Blue Milk. The blue, right. um, we're making fun of it because all these idiots have their own coolant. There's all kinds of universal coolants. So, uh, and amber is typically the one we use. Do you use uh-huh. a universal, Tom? We use a lot of universals. Okay. Yeah, they, they match I, you know, whatever the grades I, are. Uh, and because I believe Honda's a great car. So I, I keep the blue in stock, and we use the blue on the on the Hondas. Um, okay. I mean, if if you're doing it yourself and you're not able to really clean it all out, you can still go with the universal. It it it's going to work. I, I what is the difference? The exact difference? I can't even remember the difference in blue and universal. It's not a ton. Well, they have blue and hot. That's what the difference is. Oat and hot. One of them's a hot. One of them's an oat. But the universals. Um, I got to spend some time with the Chevron engineers who build coolant and after 15 minutes uh, these guys knew more about coolant and colors so why do we have the colors to identify which car it goes into basically basically and so you got orange pink Mm -hmm. green blue red red, chrysler and 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 toyota yeah yeah. Uh so you got all these different colors and flavors so uh to, to answer your question tom I would just ask them to specifically write down what kind of coolant, and you can call them in advance, say, what kind of coolant do you use? Get on the Internet, and you can find out how universal it is. There are a lot. Dex is another one. Dex cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's a lot of them out there that are the bottom 
ten percent, and they're all green. So and, and vintage green, vintage, yeah, vintage green. green yes. But there's so many of them above, and what's what's drilled into my head was is that the amber kind of notates that it's a universal. Mm-hmm. And so I, I know we pour a lot of universal, but Tom, at ninety thousand miles, your seventeen accord probably does need it under the best of conditions. You're going to have somebody use some kind of a um, a cheap. At flush machine because you don't need something that costs four thousand dollars, and he's going to put a fifty-fifty mix back in there, and under the best conditions, you'll be set for another ninety or hundred thousand miles. Agreed. Agreed. Okay, let's go to John. John, you're up next. How can we help you? Hey, Mark. I've been listening for a long time, and I appreciate all your advice over the years. But I've got a question. I've got a 2011 Chevy Suburban that I bought new. It's a two-wheel drive LS model. Okay. And what happened was. I made a right turn, and it felt like the transmission slipped a little bit, and the uh, warning lights came on, and I thought it said service transmission. So I went to what you just kind of did a commercial for, Automatic Transmission Exchange. I spoke to Corey. Um, they serviced the transmission, checked everything out. They said they couldn't find anything wrong with the transmission, but it needs to be serviced as a trailer towing, towing package. So that was serviced, and I'm glad I got it done. They were super nice and everything. Um, when I got it back, I'm driving it. And it did it again. I made a, my, actually, my wife made a left turn. The lights flickered. It, it sputtered a little bit. And then it stopped. Now, and then it was running just fine. It didn't stop. It just ran fine after that. Last weekend, as I started the car and started to drive, all the lights flickered. Many different signals came up, you know, service this, service that. And then it was fine. So, okay. There's no way that any of us can, can guide you. I, I think what you should do is learn how to make it happen and be able to demonstrate it to your shop. So you have to figure out what kind of environment are we in that makes this happen. You got your choice. You can chase one light or the other. And and it could very well be he noticed he's turning right and then you then he has other lights. But he said but <clears throat> the wife, he did say right the first time. And but then, then the wife he was said left. left. Right. Okay. So yeah. he's tight. His steering wheel's tight. And and of course when you turn when you turn right or left, the stability is going to see all the tires turn in different radiuses. So is ABS. So if you've got one wheel sensor that's bad, you're going to have those kinds of problems. The stability control we had one the other day that we fixed an engine miss with a wheel or with a wheel sensor. Well, my question would be: Are all are all the tires the same? Have you had any change recently? Do you have the, a spare on for some reason that you haven't changed back? We're looking for all the tires to be the same diameter. That's really important. We had a car the other day that we thought that the transmission, it's an all-wheel drive, was going in and out of two-wheel drive. So we put a motor on it, and it still had it. So then the, the guy in the conversation, he says, oh, I only buy uh, two new tires at a time. So I put the new ones on the front and put the old ones on the back. Holy mackerel, we looked at the circumference. Wide difference. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. So we said, okay, you go get new tires and make sure they're all the same and then drive it for a while. And then when you're sure that they're fixed, come on back. I'm going to put your motor in. And that's what we did. Mm-hmm. We put the motor, his old motor, but we had given it to him so he didn't throw it away. And, and it was a tire circumference issue. So all-wheel drives have to have those tires well, the same. Yeah, it, it, it's, um, yeah, you know how Mark tells you to, to be able to get that to act up, that's that's hugely important. Extremely important. You know, all of us have people come in every day that we know they have a problem because nobody wants to walk through our doors that doesn't have a problem, and we can't, you know, we, we can't reenact that problem. And, and the thing is, if you can get it to act up and, you know, it's a shop that'll take time to go on a good test drive with you and maybe even hook the scanner up on that test drive, there's a lot better chance of figuring it out or, or getting close to figuring it out 
without spending a ton of money, you know, yeah. diagnosing and now, all that. But now, I, I get, think Mark is on the right yeah, track. Yeah, don't get mad at your repair shop, and I'll tell you why. I don't know how many times over the years I know Mark's had it, I know Greg's had it. You've got a customer that's calling you on the telephone, they're out in front of the shop, it's making the it's it's happening right this minute. I'm going to come in. We jump in the car, go for it. It doesn't do it. That happens all the time. All the time. We all see the, the, time. the folks you go need to the doctor to doesn't hurt. W- the folks understand need to understand that we share the magic wand, and so you only get it once a week or once uh, once a couple of in days a, a while, week yeah. in a great while. But I was going to say to him until he got the other lights. I was going to say to him, I want you to shift to low and start manually shifting it to see mm-hmm. if it's a transmission problem. Let's see. And after the light goes out, pull into the back of Bash's or Safeway and just turn right and circle to yourself five or six times. Did the light come on? Same way, left side. Makes a difference. When you come out of a driveway, everybody turns hard right or hard left to stay into the curb lane. Does it only happen there? All right, so here's the question. On the average, how much do they save in diagnostic time? How much do they say in checkout time if they can make it happen when you're sitting next to them? A bunch. Yeah. Okay. What's they a bunch? It, I, I would say they cut it in half. And I'm with you. I'm yeah. with you. If it was 100, it'd be 50. Right. And if it was 75, it'd be half of that. And I'm yeah. not good math. <laughs> so hold on just a minute. Do you know what half of 75 is? Uh, it'd be 30. What would it be? 37 and a half. 37 and a half. Okay. That's Kenan, who works <laughs> hand in hand with her husband, Greg. Um, real quick, you guys. Who's the boss over there again? I am. Okay. That's, she, she, I like, I, she's just like your mother. I <laughs> like a woman yeah. who, who, I'll tell you the story later. <laughs> you became very submissive. I saw this. We're in the studio. I'm looking at both of them. Uh, yeah. And Greg just put his head down. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. He and knows. that was it. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. I've learned not to argue. Oh, that's a waste of time. You know, that that's... All right, so I'm, I'm going to tell you a quick story. We have a septic system up at the ranch, and the septic system has these two vacuum ho- containers in a box, and it's where the, 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 the vacuum breaks when you turn the pump turns off. So I had taken the cover off, and I had determined that these vacuum valves aren't working real well, which is a floating ball. Okay, the pressure pushes the ball up, and then when the system drops the pressure, the ball goes down. So I go make this contraption to screw onto one of them, and I got both of them off. And so I got a one-inch line going over to the trash can, and I've got this thing tied up and all this this kind of stuff. And Renee's over there, and I said, "Okay, honey, flip the thing on." Well, I got one that's putting brown water in the tank, but the other one's wide open. So next thing I know, it's raining brown water. Is this, and, is, this, is this like RV and Robin Williams? Oh, yeah. yeah oh, okay. absolutely. So I immediately get the hose, and I'm squirting myself off, and she run, walks over to the hose and turns the spigot off. Now, the hose is 200 feet out to the septic system, so I didn't talk to her all the way home, to, or all the way here today, because she is just <laughs> on my list. of. Um, and she got a big kick out of it. She, she got a big kick out of it. But that's the second time. I, I, I've been neck deep in poo-poo a lot in my life, but this is the first time it's literally, literally there. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I want to tell you about Harker's Automotive, 38th Avenue and Indian School. Bob is in the shop, and Ellen is at the front counter. Ellen's nobody to mess with. She's been around the block. And you're not going to walk in and, and bypass her, probably like your wife, Greg, where you're going to say, I want to talk to a guy. Because that ain't going to fly. The women that have been in our businesses for a long time don't like that. And typically, they'll say, you can talk to my husband, oh, in a month and a half at 2 o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon. I mean, they're not going to be like that. But that's something you... 
But Bob and Ellen work really well together, and Bob's one of the best diagnosticians that I've ever met, and I'll tell you why. I've sent him a couple of cars where they couldn't duplicate the problem, and he spent enough time to duplicate the problem and then fix it. And I remember him taking a dashboard out of a Dodge truck and fixing something I've never heard before in my life. So he's really good. So 38th Avenue and Indian School, if you're on the west side of town, and you've got this story that starts out with, I've had my car to three or four shops and nobody can figure this out, then you ought to stick at Harker's at 38th Avenue and Indian School. Greg Clark is sitting here. We are celebrating his father's demise. We're talking about how Kelly had such a broad impact on the car repair business and in each one of us. Obviously, Greg Kelly is the son of, of um, what's his name? Greg Clark is the son of Kelly. Bob, or uh, Bob, I'm Bill, messing this John, up. You're getting it to get it together. No, wait a minute, Tom, I, I know need you're to look excited. at it. You Tom Blackwell, 40th Street Greenway, bought his building from Kelly. And Actually, Kelly, bought the property. Okay. And Kelly, and plans, yeah. and yes, Kelly and is um, an instrumental <clears> in my life because I sat on a couple of committees with Kelly, and he was quiet, but when he spoke, nobody else did. And he was very experienced, and, and he, he was not shy about saying, I don't like what you're doing, or I don't like what you're saying. I mean, I, I think that he did that in a class all of his own. I think Tom and I probably suffer from the 180-degree thing. So um, we, we probably don't have the manners and the tact that Kelly had. And, and me as you know, well. I, but, yeah. I'll tell you, but I'll tell you what. When he came in and said, you need to be doing this, he didn't say it just to hear himself talk. <laughs> and he didn't say it to somebody that didn't care about yeah. And Greg brought up a good point. He knew everybody in town. He knew the good guys from the bad guys. Oh, yeah. He knew the guys that were doing it right and the yeah. guys that were throwing parts at cars. And he held everybody to the same standard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he and, wasn't and, your friend if, you, if he f- had this idea. that. Yeah. And I don't say that be, as anybody because he did that to me. He, you need to be doing this. Yeah. He, he called me one day and said something. You, you said something on the radio and I don't agree with. Okay, well, tell me what it is. And I agreed with him. I said, are you sure I said that? And he goes, no, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> and I said, okay, well, I want to talk to Rita, his wife. And uh, she says, no, you don't. She's madder at you than I am. Well, Six oh, wait a minute. I'm going to take a break. 602-508-0960. Hold your thoughts. 608-608-602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Hello. I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are ICAR certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434, Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. Sunday, May 5th, on the Middle East Radio Forum, our guest will be Dr. Carl Goldberg, addressing a subject that is always topical, some people did something, again, Islam and its contribution to global terrorism. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. 
Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right, um, do, do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay, tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. <laughs> the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. I started my adventure in the Air Force Reserve as a payload system operator. A flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration team. We do a lot in a little bit of time, and we have to do it very efficiently. It's a very exciting career. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. The most exciting thing in the Air Force Reserve is to be able to travel. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. That was definitely a bonus. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. Patriot app tip number seven. Not only is the app the best place to listen to your favorite Patriot shows and podcasts, but look out for special contests, giveaways, and even scratch games right at your fingertips. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Welcome back, everybody. 5147. Remember that, Blackwell. 51. Somehow or another, I messed that up real good. 47. I forgot to tape that whole last segment. Mm-hmm. But, hey, Gil, I need both hours now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all righty. Thank you very much. There's too many people here, and we're having too much, too fun. much fun. Exactly what it's all about. Another good guy is Strictly Diesel Service and Repair. He's up on I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. Very much like your father. He's very tall. He has hands like tennis rackets. And when you shake his hand that you feel like you're six years old. But he doesn't squeeze you and break your hand or anything. He's just a great guy. Nate is a great guy. He's exactly the kind of guy, unlike Blackwell and me, that you'd want your daughter to bring home. That's what kind of a guy Nate is. So anyway, I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road, he's been around a long time. He only works on domestic and foreign light diesel, so your semi's not going to work at his place. But the Ford, all the motors. The Dodge, all the motors. The GMC, they only got a 6.6. But the bottom line is is he does a good job. Plus, on his website, he sells all kinds of parts that you might want to look at before you go buy the magic potion to go in the gas tank that's going to mm-hmm. make your diesel stand on its rear wheels. So that's Strictly Diesel Auto Repair, I-17 in Deer Valley. Let's go to the phones real quick. David, good morning to you. How can we help you? Hi, Mark. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. <clears throat> Um, yes, I have a question. I have two uh, Chevrolet vehicles, uh, 2016 Malibu and a 2016, or 2018 Trax. Uh, okay. Both have um, the cabin air filters. Okay. Um, I just changed the one in the 16. Um, are those just kind of bug leaf and dirt collectors, or or does those filters have a purpose in how the air conditioning system operates well they they have everything to do with how an air conditioning system operates tom 
you'll draw that same material up that's going through that filter into the evaporator, number one. But I just think to myself, just think about having all the bugs and dust right underneath your nose. Well, not only, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you on that. But how about take the filter out of your house? Mm-hmm. Right. Because we're filtering the intake air now. Right, going let's through the do evaporator. This. But see, you're using the evaporator, but they don't know what an evaporator is. It's a radiator. It's a radiator it's a, okay, looking eye. Yeah, okay. A Freon radiator. Right. And so when, you, when you're sucking air through the evaporator, it turns hot air to cold. But you can't suck leaves. And how many times have we taken the evaporator case apart and there is a mat of dog hair an inch thick and they're complaining that they don't have cold air? They don't have volume. Yeah. yeah. And Condensation the, on the evaporator, dust turns to mud. Yep. Now, let me ask you a question, uh, David. You had the new one, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you had the yeah. new one. All right, so compare the old one on a 1 to 10 scale with 10, um, it being a, a hazard, uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, yeah, hazardous waste Hazardous product. waste, or is was it a 5 or was it a 2? What was it? Um, probably in the two years, it was probably about an 8. Okay. Yeah. It was, and even... Even the the tracks that I have, I just checked that one, and it's it's probably about a five already. Okay, so sometimes you can um, take them and turn them upside down and drop them down. Right, and as as that you know the one at a five, the one at the eight, you saw the the difference there. But as they go from you know zero to five or zero to eight, whatever you want to call it, they're restricting airflow to you. So. Um, these days, with the different freons and the fact that we can't get them quite as cool as we used to, you know, back in the old days with the old, you know, I'm going to date R12. myself here, R12. Yeah. Um, it's important that you have that volume coming to you because it, it's not as cool of air as what it used to be, and you need that volume to keep the interior of the car cool. It's it, the, the the evaporator, which is the cold thing. The the condenser is in front of the radiator. If you take duct tape and cover the condenser, it ain't going to work. If you take duct tape and cover the evaporator, it ain't going to work. Right. Well, that's exactly. Now, I'm going to ask you guys, what's what number is the worst filter you've yanked out of a car with a 1 to 10 bracket? Well, I, I've pulled Can't them we? out to where they're, they're so dirty they've folded up and air's going by them. So the customer didn't necessarily feel the volume issue I was talking about, but... Now, of course, all that crud and dirt got to the evaporator that we were, right. that we're talking about. So, yeah, I've seen them from that. And then I have customers that come in that they want it done, you know, no matter what. Because nowadays we're doing 5,000-mile oil changes. They want yeah. them done every oil change. And, and that's something that they're uh, – I guess the question at I that need point a, I need is, a higher number. Okay. All right. I, I was waiting for that. I need a higher number. Uh, uh, the, the issue is is they, they picture that, okay, this is a radiator and it's got all this dog hair and crap on it. We're just going to take a vacuum and vacuum it. That ain't the case. That's mm-hmm. not what's going to happen. So the idea is, is yes, you should just, if you know how to take them out, you're halfway there. So buy an extra one next time you do it. Put it in the back of the car. Put it someplace safe. And you take them out. Now you have something to compare to and, the old one and the new one. Right. And do be careful with the aftermarket ones. The aftermarket ones will filter fine, but they, they tend to not have the, the good kind of frame around them. And just make sure when you put it in, you slide it in that little slot that it, it's staying conformed because if you push too hard and you kind of fold the pleats a little bit, once they're folded, then when the air starts to move back through there, it'll fold that pleat again and let dirt by. Yeah, and you want a higher number than 1 to 10. So uh-huh. give me the worst one that you you put your hazard waste gloves on and you put a mask on and you carried it out to the dumpster. Think of the biggest pile of dog hair on oh, yeah. the floor. Okay. Of a place that 
does your you know cuts hair mm-hmm. the the animal the animal beauty uh, right salon the groomer right dog groomer it was so thick that we couldn't pull the uh, the uh, the filter out of the case and it ended up tearing the side of it off so we had to get up in there and pull the filter out piece by piece by piece yeah and then suck the and then that pulled the rest of the dog hair out of it okay there had to been three four inches of dog hair on what's that the thing. worst thing you found in there oh it. Dude, gum wrappers. Gum wrappers, jack-in-the-box, taco jack in the rack. Box, you know, I, we found a pair of underwear. Sock. We I had a sock on one, one time. I want to talk about Yeah, well, we found There's a pair other of stuff. The question is, is what the heck was that? Were they doing? paper? But were they paper you underwear? You know, and we're not going to talk to you about this anymore. Uh, I, I do want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, were we're going to move on from there. Um, <laughs> Maybe they were edible. Yeah, don't I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I, it came down. I don't from the know top if he wants fans. to really come clean on there. that one. Just shut up, you guys. We, it, it, <laughs> it, and I agree with you on a lot of the aftermarket ones, but I do know that the Chevy, Ford, and Dodge and Chryslers are made by other companies, right? So um, it, I think it's a matter of oil price. Filters and one last thing: I have a 2012 Dodge truck, and my dogs are in it all the time, and it ain't like they're Chihuahuas that don't, you know. So I found out. That with a little saw, they make a kit to put the filter in my truck. So I take the glove box out, give you a template, and you cut the mouth out. You slide the filter in, and they give you a little lid that goes on top of it. Now, for me, remember that dog hair mat you talked about that was an inch thick? That's what mine looks like yeah. after a year. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. and, and, and it's because the dogs are with me. Yeah. My wife doesn't shed. The dogs shed. I just wanted to make that perfectly clear. Anyway, 602-508-0960. Daniel, you stay right there. You're going to be our first caller on the other side of this break. All righty. we got Greg Clark from Greg Clark's, Clark's Automotive Specialist. And uh, he's been around a long time, but his father just recently passed, and that's the one we're paying homage to today because he was certainly a leader in the uh, auto repair business. And then we got Tom Blackwell. Uh, he's not my best friend, but he's close to it. And he's at 40th Street and Green- Greenway, and we'll he, be back right after true. this. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. You're a do-it-yourselfer. You fix things around the house, take care of the yard, wash your car, and run your own business. But wow, when it comes to digital marketing and advertising, things aren't so do-it-yourself. Salem Surround can help. Get started with a free evaluation of your digital presence and some great ideas to increase your online visibility and revenue. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more at surroundphoenix.com. Surroundphoenix.com. Connecting you with new customers. It's late. You're driving home and you encounter this. It's a frightening thought, but all the more reason to drive aware, especially at night. If you're driving at night, 
Drive defensively and be aware of what's ahead of you. If you see a wrong-way driver, slow down, safely steer away, get off the roadway, and call 911. And if you see a wrong-way driver's sign, take the next freeway exit. Drive aware. Get there. You're never too old, too wacky, too wild to pick up a book and read with a child. This is Andrew Morrill, president of the Arizona Education Association. Reading to your child now can spark a lifetime of reading and learning. Parents, we know you're tired at the end of a long day, but by taking just a few minutes to read with your child, you'll be setting them on a path towards reading and learning on their own. And studies show students who read and are read too do better in school and in life. So have books that interest your child around your home. If your child enjoys sports, have books about sports. If your child enjoys ballet, have books about dancing. With parents and teachers working together, every child in Arizona can learn to read. And reading may be the most important thing they'll ever learn. A message from the Arizona Education Association. to deliver a very important message about this radio station. 960 The Patriot. Hi, it's Hugh Hewitt. And this is Dennis Prager. You've heard me talk about the American Trinity, E Pluribus Unum, and God We Trust in Liberty, the three things that set the United States apart. It's a powerful idea, Dennis, and this radio station is a place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. We never forget that faith and freedom are part of what make our country exceptional. There are some people in high places who apologize for America. That's something this radio station will never do. When you listen to 960 The Patriot, we promise not to insult your intelligence and to speak the truth. And we'll prefer clarity over agreement. Right. This is what our radio station is all about. And as long as you're there to listen to us, we'll be here for you. Please tell your friends about it. Absolutely tell our sponsors that you appreciate their support for this radio station. Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. All about that demon automobile in the middle. Monster with the polyglass wheels and results of the dream of Henry Ford. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of uh, 11 o'clock. Greg Clark here, uh, son of Kelly Clark, who just passed away. Tom Blackwell, who had a personal relationship with uh, uh, Kelly as well as I did. So we're just talking about how he was one of the pioneers. Let's go to Daniel, like I promised. Daniel, good morning to you. Hey, uh, I've got a 91 Grand Marquis. And uh, when I'm going up um, a a hill... The RPM start going down, and the engine starts to clatter until the engine down down gears shut down gears shifts down, down shifts, <laughs> and uh, then the RPM start going up and the clattering stops. What is that clattering? What do you think, guys? On a ninety-one? Yeah. On a ninety-one? I go ninety-one. Either one of you. On, a, on that, most likely the engine is pinging, detonating. And the reason it may be detonating is, is those cars had a, it's the EGR valve. It's an EGR valve. Yeah. It's on the back side of the intake manifold, and it's got an EGR valve screen, if you will, and it's a cooler, and that screen gets plugged up with carbon, and will not allow that exhaust gas to go in. So if you want, take the EGR valve off. It isn't easy. And no, take it it's off not and easy. look at the screen yourself. Well, we're using the EGR exhaust gas recirculation valve. Mm-hmm. We're going to run some exhaust back through the circle 
and as a result of that, we're going to cool the chamber and add a little bit of fuel. Yeah. Now, it couldn't be a knock sensor as well, because on if a, it's... I don't on know a if it's got one. I don't know. I don't uh. know. But but here's the deal. If the knock sensor is good, how do you test that real quick? Okay. What I do is hook up a scanner and hit hit the not hit the manifold where the knock sensor's at. Don't hit the knock sensors, but right, hit right, the right. manifold. Okay. Hit yeah. the alternator bracket and it'll pop up and it'll tell you knock sensor. So yeah, you know, and the, if and if it's a knock sensor, you always do the harness with it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You're exactly right. It's the the th- the three year the the three whiskered kid at the auto parts store pulls the code and whatever the code says, he sells you that. So if it says that you got a, <laughs> a bank one kid. pre or post O two sensor, then all of a sudden he's going to sell you four O two sensors when all you have is a vacuum leak at the PCV valve hose. So it's that I tell people this: the code just tells you the code, but you have to find the state, the city, the street, and the street address to do to figure this out. Do you know why the kid at the counter said that? Yeah, he's selling parts. Well, no, he went to YouTube University. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. the The idea is is let me ask you guys a question: of of all the O2 codes you've ever had, how many of of them necessitated an O2 replacement? What percentage? You know what? It, for, for me, the 3%. only ones that necess- necessitate a, a replacement are the O2 heater codes, okay. which are newer model cars, obviously. But and that's a good that's a good point because that's pretty specific. Right. I, I don't know that I'm. What'd you say? Three percent? Okay. Maybe. I'm. I'm. I'm going to go higher than that. Thirty percent. Twenty-five to thirty percent necessitate an O2, but oftentimes it's the wrong code. So it's a post. Cat bank two, and the, it's picked up the pre cat bank one. Okay, it may need it an O two. Mm-hmm. In my case, because it was it was broken. Okay, we'll just call it broken. All right, it may needed had needed one the other twenty percent of the time because maybe it was still working, but it was just lazy. And I, and I agree okay. with you. I so, agree with all right, you. I'm good with or the 30%. it may be running Richard Lean, okay, and it's going crazy because it's running Richard Lean, and it sets a code, and you have to figure out why it's running Richard Lean. Yeah. All right, you two bucks. All right, bucks. Here bucks. we go. All right. So, um, what's th- what number is the lean? What, what number the is number? the lean? Low is lean. I had a fifty percent chance. No, yeah, you did. Low is lean. Uh-huh. Pretend it's one two five because it's right. a five. So one you, is you're lean. You're talking fuel trim number. Yeah, yeah, fuel trim. And and well, the number, the actual number from the O2 sensor is point one. So it's one. Call it one. Point and one to five is ri- rich as rich can be. So you go in and you plug in your scanner, okay, and it's running lean. You, we take carburetor spray, go all over the intake, and all of a sudden it stays at one. Well, it's dead. I'm making it run rich, right. but it's dead. Exactly. Same way with the lean. You got a you got a rich mm-hmm. code, and you go well, and you pull the vacuum hose off the the uh, brake booster, uh-huh. or take the PCV out of the line, and all of a sudden it goes lean. So you know it's alive. Uh-huh. So you got a problem somewhere else. The best news is the three whiskered kid at the auto repair has no, and he's using a code reader. A code reader is something akin to about a seven dollar piece of crap that's going to just set, make you buy parts until you're done. Right? They're going to just buy parts until you finally hit the nail on the head. So the diagnostic process in my shop is almost always half of what the guess is. So we still have David? Is that uh, David? Yes. David, has, has, have you taken it and got uh, anything plugged into it? See if, or Daniel, I'm sorry, uh, to see if you have any codes? Uh, no, I took it in and uh, I 
took the mechanic for a ride, and I couldn't get it to do it. So. Okay. So. I mean, it, it, this isn't a tough one. I mean, we could pull the EGR off and take a look at the screen like you talked about. We could also activate the EGR at idle, and if you activate the EGR, it's, it'll change dramatically the it, idle. It will die or it won't die or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. Go to but if it's not too. acting or it doesn't have the signal to open, then you open up the EGR valve with our fingers, a gloved hand if Reach it's really hot. And push it up. And don't tell them that. Don't tell them that. They're going to burn their fingers, and you're going to get sued, Tom Blackwell at 40th Street in Greenway. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. that, that uh, great introduction to, ta- to going to jail again. Yeah. Yeah. The most important thing is is the experience I have. You don't think that that's been tucked in my ear before? Oh, Lord. Oh, baby. So anyway, 602-508-0960. This show is in honor of Kelly Clark, one of the premier guys that Phoenix Valley has, and he certainly was one of the first good guys that we had. We'll be back. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare contracts, and in the process started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. Sound crazy? The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit, 800-290-7100. That's 800-290-7100. 800-290-7100. Take a look under your bed. Find stuff under there? What about jobs? No? Now try your basement. There's a pair of overalls that overall you're not so into anymore. A perfectly good laptop that hasn't sat in your lap in months. And even more stuff, but still no jobs? Well, you really have both. See, stuff is defined as household articles considered as a group. Sometimes this stuff is no longer needed. Wait, no longer needed? That can't be right. Because remember those jobs you were looking for? Those are really needed, and they're the stuff inside your stuff. Even inside that winter coat that moved with you to Phoenix. Our job is to unlock those jobs, and it starts when you donate your stuff to your local Goodwill. Here's how we do it. When you donate to Goodwill, we sell your stuff to provide job training for people right here in your community. So just by teaming up with Goodwill, you help create jobs. And isn't that worth parting with the leftover guitar from your 80s cover band? 
Goodwill. Donate stuff, create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. A message from Goodwill and the Ad Council. How do we get a diagnosis? What are the stages of the disease? When someone in your life has Alzheimer's, not a day goes by that you don't have questions. Do we need full-time care? Are there any new treatments? So many questions. Where do you start? How will I pay for this? Where can I get extra help? Alzheimer's.gov, a reliable resource for information about Alzheimer's and related dementias. What happens next? Where can I find answers? The answers start here. Welcome back, everybody. I'll turn on everybody's microphone. Uh, Greg Clark from Greg Clark Automotive Specialist, which is exactly the name your father had. Right, right. And, but did he use his first name? Kelly? Yeah, yes, he did. Yeah, Kelly Clark Automotive, Automotive Specialist. Specialist. Yep, yep, yep. Tom Blackwell from Experience Ford. Experience the difference. Experience the... Oh, that's that right. Was that was tag his tagline. Tag yeah. You know what ours is? We can fix anything except the crack of dawn on a broken heart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where I found that, but I thought that applies to car repair. Tom, does that not fit perfectly? When I said that to a customer the first time, I heard it come from you. That's okay. They looked at me and thought I was cussing at them or saying something bad. Oh, And I said, it's not something bad. Yeah. That's just the truth. I, and and I, I you're welcome to use it. Yeah. I don't I don't care. The the idea is, is it does startle them, so they they yeah. have to process it yeah, and, exactly. and and go. Well, I don't have a broken heart or the crack of dawn, and you know, I know, but I'm just telling you that we can just fix about Try, everything. Trying to yeah. lighten the mood. Yeah, lighten the mood. All righty, I, I got to tell them about a couple of other good shops. We got Tom, another Tom, up at Action Auto, and I've known him since ninth, the early 1800s when he was selling. If you guys remember, John Rang had a scope called an Allen machine. Oh, oh boy, wow. yeah. Oh, wait a minute, don't say anything more. Well, um, Tom from Action Auto Repair was one of his demonstrators. Right. Now, Tom could make that machine dance. Unfortunately, no one else could. Okay, mm-hmm. and so you had you had the the bear or the Allen. You picked one bear of those 400. two. Yeah, bear four hundred. So I had a couple of those, and I know you did yes. too. Nevertheless, Tom at I seventeen in Deer Valley Northwest Corner, family owned and operated auto repair shop. He's been in the repair shop since nineteen eighty three. He's honest. He's a fisherman. He's honest. He knows right from wrong, and he's a world class fisherman. But I'm never going to hang out with him again because he took me to Wisconsin to go snowmobiling. I thought we were just going to kind of meander through the forest and look for Bambi. No, we're on a lake doing 100 miles an hour, yep. and my biggest fear is, is if I lose their taillights, how am I going to ever get home? <laughs> and, and it was just the most nerve-wracking thing. And, and I've ridden motorcycles and all that stuff, but when you're out there and these crazy guys are doing 100 miles an hour... I mean, I'm just hoping I don't lose their tail. What, what happened to the $7 GPS that Kelly gave you? You know what? To take it with you. Um, Did I, it break in your wallet? Or Rita what took it back, and she said, I'm not allowed to have one because I haven't been certified in, a, in GPS. All right, and then I'm going to tell you somebody else that's on the other side of the world, which is Auto Dynamics. Since 1982, Chuck has been there, Automotive Dynamics. He's been, and he opened the store, and now his son Derek is operating. So there's a second generation. And Chuck has been around, but not as long as your father. There's a couple of years difference between the two of them. So Chuck does a good job. Derek does a good job. And they're, they're really the very best, in my opinion, of Sun City's largest and most trusted source for automotive services. So if you're looking for a great shop in Sun City, Mark Salem would like to recommend Automotive Dynamics, Northside of Grand, just west of 99. Avenue. Okay, uh, 
Kenan, uh, you're the wife and the better half of the other guy sitting next to me here, Greg Clark. Is there anything you want to tell us uh, with respect to a story? That, a story. Uh, a story. Yeah, a story. Well, um, I don't. I didn't even know where to start. Um, well, let's start let's, when you got when you first met him. What did you think of him when you first met him? I was honestly a little scared. Okay. Yeah, uh, to be honest, he I is was, kind of scary. He was a little intimidating. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know. I'll I'll actually let him. I'm not going to ask him anymore. I'll ask you the second question. The second question is: You work the front counter, all right? You sometimes. No, I'm I'm behind the desk in the office doing all the paperwork Mm -hmm. and the money and stuff. Okay. Do you ever do you ever hear? uh, Are you ever at the front counter where they ask to talk to a guy? Oh yeah, I have been several times or over the phone. Mm -hmm. And and Andy, my daughter, has this on her business card with my permission, but she didn't tell me after she had a couple thousand. It says, Andy Salem, CEO, full-time babysitter of the men at Salem Boys. And the women go crazy (laughs) over that. That's a great idea. So you could put CFO. I might have to do that. Yeah, There used to be one in every shop. Yeah, and and, you know, between Andy, my daughter, and my wife, um, they know... They could do this show and answer the questions. They've been around for a long time. I mean, Andy started. She and now, you, if you don't remember this, and I know you guys do, we started in the auto repair industry picking up cigarette butts on the parking lot, and the kids don't have to do that anymore because there's no cigarette butts. And there's, yeah, there's very few smokers now. Oh, my dad, my dad, and cigarette butts. He would come pulling up in front of the shop at 19th Avenue in his yellow '72 Impala Custom. Soft top, four fifty four, mm-hmm. and he'd come in with a couple of butts in his hand. You got butts out there in the parking lot. And I'm like, Dad, I'm kind of busy. I, mm-hmm. you know, got cars everywhere. We're working, up. but I get the guy out there to clean up the butts. He says, No, where is he? He needs to be out there right now. Right now, and yeah, yeah. That, and when then when I was pushing the broom, if I missed a butt, yeah. And did you have the little dustpan with a little bitty broom on it, and you'd sweep it into oh, the yeah. dustpan? Oh, yeah. I, I did the same thing. I did the same thing for Ken Vivian and Chuck Nyday. I did the same thing. That's how you kind of got into the auto Chuck repair. Chuck Nyday. I was trying to think of his name the other yeah. day from Sun City yeah. RV. Just Chuck Nyday. Yeah. And he he was one of those guys that, you remember, in the back in the old days, gas station guys didn't put up with the abuse we put up. If you got verbal with them, they, they were ready. They all of the ones we know, including your dad, and including mm-hmm. anybody in your past, uh-huh. and, and 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 Ken Vivian for me, it, they didn't put up with the stuff that we allow people to take. Not that I'm pretending like we should change that. I'm just saying that they didn't have the patience that uh, that we have to exhibit today. But Kenan, do you have a better story, or do you have a new story where uh, Greg was wrong, or oh. is that too many? Well, there's, yeah, there's plenty to pick from, Okay, you know, in that category. No, I have a story. It was shortly after we met and started dating and I had never been to the sand dunes before. That was our thing back in the day. We went at least twice a month. Um, Was it Glamis? Yeah. It was, well, it was actually Ogilvy. Oh, what's just south of, yeah. Okay. um, Back then. Um, So we went, it was Thanksgiving weekend, November, 2002. And back then we didn't have the UTVs mm-hmm. like we everybody has now. It was the Easy Go and the Yamaha golf carts. Right. So it was a challenge. There was I don't know. Everybody loved to drive horsepower. these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you had to you know pick your line to try to get to point A to point B. Right, the hill. Mm-hmm. So one night we had all been out doing all day, and everybody had been drinking. 
Greg had. Greg was. Greg wasn't drinking. Of course, okay, right? He yeah. was stone sober. Okay. Oh, completely. Yeah. Um, no, actually, he had had a few uh, seven and seven talls. Okay. Throughout the day, so we get to the hill, and there's hundreds of people. By the time it's time to leave, he is okay. he has decided to take a nap. We'll say. Okay. In the golf cart. <laughs> And he, I can't wake him up. So all of his buddies, you know, I'm 21 years old. Mm-hmm. All of his friends think it's hilarious because I've never driven, especially at night. That's mm-hmm. a whole different story at the dunes. Um, <laughs> it's funny that they have to guide me back to camp in this golf cart. So they take off and I'm supposed to follow them. Well, they would drop down into bowls and turn their lights off. And I have no idea where I'm going. I'm holding Greg. He's falling out of the passenger side of the golf cart. It's it's Sunday morning. He's praying. (laughs) It it was awful. I had no idea what I was doing. He was no help at all. Every once in a while, he'd come to and just say, go that way. Do one of these. (laughs) And and, and now, did did your dad get to meet him, or did he ask your father for your hand? He did. He did actually, yes. Had your dad been drinking as well that day? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> he had to, yeah, yes. Yeah. That was the only way that it was gonna happen. So I understand. Yeah, yeah my I parents were a little leery at first because well, I mean we're seventeen years apart. Right. I walked into a very unique situation, sure. you know, with sure. the um my oldest two having just lost their mom. Yeah. Um so I stepped into, you know, quite yeah. You know, quite the shoes. Yeah, something that a lot of people are fear of, right. afraid of. But right. um, you actually stepped up for for. Uh, so, so my first wife, after almost a two year long battle with leukemia, passed away, and the mm-hmm. kids were uh, they were eight, six and nine, six and nine. Mm-hmm. So guys don't know the answer. They don't. So, no, you correct I, us. Yes. I, she every date she has mm-hmm. everything, but um, and I, and a very good friend of both of ours introduced us. And it was, uh, it, it just wasn't the the kind of thing that that my previous wife's friends liked mm-hmm. because you know they thought oh there's a age difference you okay. know whatever there's a whole list of things that so it was pretty tough deal it was a lot tougher for her than it was for me and um, well if you're sleeping when you're at the dunes well, of yeah. course it's going to be tougher well, on uh, her she, you know she was taking care of a geriatric yeah you know <laughs> and uh, she came into that situation and just took over like a king i mean she took care of the kids she um she took those kids in just like they were her own she did things for those kids that i'm i'm sure no well i i I shouldn't say no other women but most other women probably wouldn't have done or or even come into the situation much less right and um you know, we we got to the point where uh, we had our own kids, and so we have. She has she has four kids, two of her own, and and okay. two she's raised. Okay, and uh, she's she's just amazing. She's done. Tom, I know you really well, and so when you're out to, like at the dunes or your you know four peaks and quads and stuff like that, when the kids were younger, did you more often wear a diaper on your head, or <laughs> what's the diaper in your lap, and? Um, and you were using it to keep your your uh, Levi's uh, clean. So which was it? It only depended on who was driving. Okay. What right. color it was. Okay. If it was raining or not. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know, you have to venture out and try different things. Yeah. And they don't make diapers back when our kids were young like they do today. You know, they're waterproof and they snap and they got the little oh, no, Velcro I like the cotton things. ones. Yeah, the cotton no, ones. No, I want yeah. the old ones with the yeah. little, remember the little clip 
the the uh-huh. the, the uh, clothes pin, pin. Yeah, oh. the safety pin okay. with the big. You know, I had mine per- engraved. Oh, oh, yes, yeah, yeah mine yeah. engraved. I wanted, you know, I wanted and, the whole and, thing. And last, when but you get not older, least, you can choose what you want. Oh, good, no matter what it good. is. Good. Your dad had a lot of fast <laughs> boats, and your mother um, ski raced behind him. Yes. So did I think that California race was twenty or thirty miles? Did they run that? Uh, one? Th- well, there's several races like that. Yeah, there was. Um, there, there's a Catalina race, which I don't, uh-huh. I don't think my mom ever did. So you know, you take off from Long Beach, you go to Catalina right. and back. Um, uh, but they did. It was. I think it was Long Beach was where we would go. Where, where? Not Long Beach, um, Clear Lake. Okay. Um, just briefly, give us a, a, a his last boat. Just give us a quick snapshot of what his last boat. How many holes? Um, was it a two hole or just a one hole? V hole, flat bottom. Flat bottom. Okay. Eighteen footer. Okay. Uh, Beesmeyer. He, okay. him, and three buddies went in and bought Beesmeyer after Rusty Beesmeyer kind of ran it in the ditch. Okay. They took it over and, and started building boats. Big block Chevy. Okay. Back in those days, single, you know, tunnel ram sometimes with two big old hollies on it. Sometimes single. Okay. Uh, v drive. Seven hundred and eighty horsepower. They were building back in those days, okay. which was a huge number. You know, now they're. 1500 okay to have a proper jet prop prop okay and you know who uh who just recently retired is bill bergeron yeah and everybody bergeron, that right? ever ever had a no. boat um and he's the kind of guy that could look at your prop and listen to exactly what your cavitation problem was or whatever and he could design a prop for you he oh, could yeah. build a prop for you he knows more about boats than anybody i've oh, ever yeah. met dad, in my life yeah my dad had bill build him several props and clean up and fix several yeah. props and so we went from props to jets, and then jets with a little bit of uh, a trim on them, you could rooster tail your, your skier, right, yeah. and you could wash them off their skis if you just had a good knack and a big motor pushing the jet. Yeah, my dad, my dad, uh, my mom would only get behind the boat. Mm-hmm. She, she trusted my dad's driving. It, it wasn't really necessary that. It's because you had an observer. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, the, the driver's sitting forward in the boat. Right. The observer's sitting backwards in the boat. And this this observer, he, he was a longtime friend of the family, uh, Don Baum Don Senior, and uh, he he's the only one she'd get behind the boat, and he would he would say sometimes he could actually hear my mom yelling mm-hmm. over all that noise, you know, because these ropes back in the days we we weren't skiing, skiing on like a twenty five or fifty foot rope, so right. these ropes ropes were one hundred twenty five hundred fifty feet, because they'd have to be that far back to stay out of the rooster tail. Well, and then he 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 would not say anything about hearing her scream because he's not supposed to hear her scream, and she'd probably beat him up if he said well, that she was back there screaming. So anyway, Kelly has passed away a, a day before yesterday. Greg is his son. Tom is a friend. I'm a friend, and Kenan here is married to Greg. and And the idea is is he was a, a leader in the auto repair industry that goes back fifty plus years. He was one of the very first good guys that had a gas station. He morphed into a, a, a repair shop like most of us ended up because I was out of the gas station, and I don't know whether you were, Tom, or not. Mm-hmm. But the idea is is that many of us, but we also remember picking up cigarette butts and being a general technician doing oil changes and watching the older guys try to teach us what we already knew. So God bless <laughs> you, Kelly. God bless you, Rita. Um, I'm sure that uh, better days are on the horizon for you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.